And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. I'm your host, as always, Nick Zamet, joined by my two co-hosts. How goes it, guys? Lee here. Never repeat that. How goes it? How goes it? Yeah, we all know. How goes it? That's better than how hops it. How hops it? Yeah, how goes it, fellas? How are we? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Another another week with no basketball. It's been quite depressing. But best week, I'd say. We say pretty good, but it hasn't really been. But as good as things could be. Um, But yeah, we're back. We've got another big episode in store for today. Uh, Before we get into that, though, a couple of quick housekeeping things. Uh, During the week, you may have seen via our socials, Facebook, The Daily Dribble, Instagram, The Daily Dribble 23, uh, we've got a new logo, and... uh, Bit of of rebranding. Bit of rebranding, that's, um, we're all pretty excited about it, it's going to be, you're going to see this logo a lot moving forward, Um, in the coming weeks, starting probably next week to the week after, we'll have our first little, little, little taste of merchandise, and... um, yeah, from there, yeah, you'll be seeing it more and more throughout the uh, throughout the community. Hopefully, Looking out and about. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, so that's exciting. Um, a big thank you again. We said during the week, um, a big thank you to everyone who sent questions in for last week's mailbag episode. Um, we've received really good feedback from that, and a lot of that goes back to the people who sent questions to us. So thank you very much for that. And as always, before we get into things, make sure to go drop those five-star uh, rates and reviews on Apple Podcasts. They uh, they really help and we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Brilliant. So, fellas, we've got um, quite a few odds and ends today. And then we'll follow that up with our first instalment of Season 2 of Are You Smarter Than a Podcast Host? Looking forward to that. This season with a little, uh, a little twist to it, which we'll explain when we get into it. But yeah, it should make things... Just kick it up that extra notch. Let's get into it. Let's do it. So, odds and ends. The first one I've got here. During the week, uh, PJ Tucker from the Rockets is a n- notorious sneakerhead. Um, he's spoken up about his uh, desire to open a shoe store later in the year. I'm excited to see how this turns out. Because, uh, yeah, I think most NBA fans would know that PJ Tucker is the sneaker king of the NBA. Um, he loves his kicks, and I'm um, I'm keen to see what kind of kicks are going to be, um, you know, in, in store for for PJ. How many shoes do you reckon that guy has? Uh, I watched the YouTube too many? shoes. I watched the YouTube video on this not too long ago, and he's got more than would be considered acceptable. I would have thought. D- what's the number? I just, <laughs> I don't know if he actually listed the number because he just had too many. I saw like somewhere like a couple. A couple thousand pairs. Far out. Wouldn't surprise me. Gee, that's having yeah. a go, isn't it? That's um, good on him, though. Yeah. It's good to see like players 
branching uh, out. Yeah, a branching bit. out, and uh, yeah, excited to see how PJ goes in that in that uh, new aspect of his life. Yes, yeah, very keen. Okay. Uh, moving ahead, came out during the week that LeBron has come out and said he wants to be a Laker for the rest of his life. So, myself as a Lakers fan, this is a you're really, a happy man. Really exciting news. It's nice to know that he's kind of committed to the purple and gold now. Uh, it kind of wasn't just a, well, he's in his second year with the Lakers, but it wasn't kind of a one and done thing. He is yeah. committed to the future there. And yeah, the whole idea of LeBron being in Los Angeles makes sense. Yeah. Probably one of, if not the most decorated players in history, going to one of, if not the most decorated franchises in history it kind of marries up pretty well with one another it, it yeah you're right it does make sense especially going forward with his you know ventures into show business he's you know starting to direct and appear in more um you know more movies so uh it makes sense even after basketball for lebron to to stay in la and i think he's 35 now and he's done a fair bit of moving over the course of his career you know, Cleveland, Miami, back to Cleveland, then LA again. I think he's at that stage where he's pretty comfortable with where he is, and uh, you know, this news didn't really surprise me all that much. No, no, it's um, a nice development. Hopefully, they can get AD to a sign on long term, and yeah, the future is bright in Los Angeles. Absolutely. Mm. You want me to go? Yeah, mate. You take um, her away. The Olympics have been um, postponed, which isn't a real big surprise. I no. I thought it would happen. Um, but yeah, there's not much you can really say on it. Do they postpone it to the following year, so 2021? The following year, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, so does that mean that when the the next Olympics is on after that, it will be three years from 2021, or will it be four years? Again? Uh, three years three from years, what I've been right, led yeah. to believe, and I think, yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure that's how they're going to set it up there. Um, as you said, it doesn't really come as a surprise, given... Uh, the rapid rate at which things are kind of shutting down, and this yeah. was, I guess, the last major uh, sports event to fall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, w- it was necessary. It was necessary. Absolutely. And I guess while we're on the topic of coronavirus, uh, Rudy Gobert has come out and said during the week that one of the, I guess, lesser-known side effects of the coronavirus is loss of taste and smell. See, that surprised me. I didn't know that had anything to do with it. No, no, neither did I, Uh, but kind of after I heard him come out with this um, statement, I did see a little more of that during the week, Uh, certain videos and whatnot explaining the symptoms of the coronavirus, and this was one of them, but up until Gobert had mentioned it, I wasn't aware of it either. Yeah, speaking of Gobert, along with Donovan Mitchell and Christian Wood, um, I think I heard uh, correct earlier that they've all been cleared of the virus. Is that yeah? yeah all jazz correct? players and yeah. personnel are now cleared, so that's that's really good news. And to be honest, I think I think the whole situation was handled pretty well. Um, soon as it was reported that these guys had the virus, even though it's not as I said last week, I don't think it's a hundred percent necessary that the names are leaked. But once they knew they had the virus, it was straight on the front foot, letting everyone know that they had it and what they were going to do for the next 14 days and stay inside and not, uh, you know, not venture out into the world and spread spread the um, virus even more. So they've, they've done really well in leading by example here. They're big, big stars, especially Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Um, 
people are going to follow what they do and yeah they've they've handled that really well i would have thought yes certainly and while we're um in not so i guess positive news um during the week carl anthony town's mum was yeah. uh, hospitalized with coronavirus um she was put in a medically induced coma so it was it was pretty edit well it is pretty serious so our prayers are with him and his family at the moment yeah but i guess in a a small shining light in this situation uh we're all pretty aware of the beef between Embiid and Carl mm. Anthony Townsend but during the week uh, he, uh Embiid came out posted a tweet saying we're with you brother we'll keep praying and yeah so it's kind of nice that you know some things are bigger than basketball mm. yeah and yeah. just to see I guess the kind of almost like an olive branch there from Embiid. They yeah. come together, don't they? And not only has he sent out his prayers, but he's also donated 500000 um to to help with the pandemic, um, Embiid has, as well as um, Kyrie, he's donated um, 323000 If you're asking um, why, the, why, the, why the specific number is, because that's his, that's his birthday, the 23rd of March. Yeah, so, yeah, a couple more big donations that just seem to be getting bigger. Well, uh, well, I think the biggest of all came out from uh, LA Clippers owner Stevie Ballmer. Oh, dearie me. Um, yeah. Him and his partner, Connie, have pledged $25 million. Yeah, $25 million to fighting the battle that. against the virus. I think this came out today. Um, with a good portion of it being dedicated to helping up uh, speed up the testing of a vaccination. Mm. So... And this is just after he spent, I think it was four hundred million during the week on the new new stadium. So the forum. he's yeah. uh, shelling out cash like it's going out of fashion, which yeah. I guess it kind of is. It's now turning into <laughs> a card, a cashless society. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Steve throwing around the money there. Absolutely. Um, just quickly by me, uh, I think we heard earlier earlier on that the Pelicans are set to match any offer in the off season made to Ingram. Um, so, you know, I think this, I think we sort of all knew that the Pelicans would do this going forward, like Zion Williamson and, uh, Brandon Ingram, they're the cornerstones of the, of this franchise going forward. And, um, you're going to chuck, you're going to chuck everything at Brandon Ingram to stay. It's in for a big payday, you would imagine, wouldn't you? The way he's been playing. Has to Potential be. sixth man of the year. Oh, no, not sixth man, should I say. Most improved, <laughs> Most improved yeah. Okay. Um, he, he could be the next Kevin Durant. That's the reality. He could. He's got certainly a lot of the traits that KD did uh, in playing style and physical yeah. um, attributes. Yeah. Those lanky l- arms. Long lanky arms. Spider arms. Spider arms, yeah. Yep. So I tell you what, if he can have half a career as good as KD, he'll be poised for a big payday definitely um, and as you said they it really is zion and ingram it was a good word choice the cornerstones of the franchise yeah uh i think it's been good that we've been able to see zion there was talk as we said quite a few months ago whether they were going to put him on the shelf for the year or let him play yeah but i think it's been really good that we've been able to see how they or how he integrates with this team and kind of working out the pieces that fit together and what don't. I think those two in particular complement each other very, very well. Um, they're very different players. You've got Zion, who's just brute strength and um, athleticism. And then you've got Brandon Ingram, who's 
who can pull up from almost anywhere. He's got an automatic J at the moment. Um, he's found know, some range as well with his Messi threes. He can yep. get to the cup as well, so he's a pretty versatile player, isn't Has he? Has that length, yeah. Even yeah. Lonzo Bowl and Zion Williamson. Lonzo's been phenomenal mm, lately. That well, chemistry has been um, through the roof when I've watched them play at least. I think it's good for Lonzo not having the pressure of playing, say, under a star such as LeBron. Yeah. yeah. It feels like he's got, under Alvin Gentry in New Orleans, a little more kind of, not control, but less pressure on him. Now, a smaller market team, um, you know, not quite the expectation on their shoulders yet, but he's started to grow into a role there, found his form. Uh, playmaking ability has never left him. Yeah. But his scoring uptake's been huge uh, just before the season shut down. He's been really explosive. His drives from even um, half court to the bucket, like, no one sees him coming, really. It's pretty no. insane. The, the thing that surprised me about Lonzo is coming into the NBA, I thought he would have a target on his back, not only from um, opposition teams, but even his own team to an extent. You know, with LeVar Ball sprouting him out to be the best player, you, <laughs> you sort of thought that would come with the territory, but... He's a player who seems to have built really great rapport with his teammates since entering the league. And, you know, it just goes to show because he's made a heap of mates so far since since coming over to the, to the NBA. And um, those kind of players are super important to have on, on your team, especially if you're a young team um, still up and coming. You need these guys to band you mm. together. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I don't want to drag it on, but I can't mention Pelicans without mentioning Drew Holiday because he's also been Drew. insane. He has, hasn't he? Their whole kind of now core looks pretty pretty steady there. Yeah. yeah. And that's without names. You've got like young players like Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, mm. Jackson Hayes. They're quite a really well-rounded team, and it's nice having... Um, players like Derek Favors, Andrew, with that little more experience to kind of bind it all together. Yeah, it's crazy how many people when they are, when you ask them, who's the most underrated NBA player that you know? I've heard so many say Drew Holiday. Mm. Yeah. So there must be something going on there. He's he's very underrated that guy. He's he kind of feels like that pace. Say if he went to a, a Miami or a Boston. Um, teams like that, he'd just be the piece that swung the pendulum in their favour. Yeah. Like, he's such a key key player that goes about his business with no fuss. Yeah, yeah. So I look forward to seeing how he develops and whether he's in trade talk come the off-season. Mm, be interesting. Uh, looking ahead to our... There's been a little bit of talk about the end-of-season awards yeah. um, mm. via ESPN. And via a poll they had uh, during the week... Giannis received 60 out of 70 first place votes, followed by LeBron in second. Mm. But yeah, ESPN, they think, for as good as LeBron's been, it's not good enough. Not not good enough. Uh, Giannis has got it pretty comfortably wrapped up. Yeah, pretty conclusive. These aren't aren't conclusive. No, no. They're just, uh, I don't know, theoretical. ESPN's. What, what, who was it, ESPN, who did yeah, the... Yeah, ESPN, oh, who okay. did the kind of survey poll. Yeah. Um, mm. But still, it's, I guess, nice getting a little bit of insight into what some of these media outlets think. Yeah. And, yeah, they think there was not much of a contest in the MVP race, likewise with the Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Mm. Uh, ja Morant was the unanimous Rookie of the Year, receiving 70 out of 70 first-place votes. Zion a long distance behind in second, but yeah. 
head and shoulders above third. Mm. 70 out of 70 first place votes. Do we agree with that? Uh, Look, I I think it's hard to say because Zion, people thought he was coming and he was coming hard. But at the end of the day, Jar Morant had an amazing first season from what we saw. He's shown it consistently, hasn't he, across 60 games? And when you... um, like actually look at the game comparison between those those two guys it's pretty eye opening yeah like 20 20 playing 20 games is different to playing i can't remember how how many jar played 60 plus yeah about he 60 he's super super durable as well jarmarin which is which is massive for his um you know you know case to, for the um for the, for the rookie of the year yeah for the rookie <laughs> of the year well a little question uh, that ties in with this uh, during the week, Adrian Wojnarowski reported the NBA is considering September mm, yeah. as the latest possible finals time frame. Yeah. Uh, taking that into consideration, if they were to, you know, hypothetically play the remaining twenty games of the regular season, does LeBron or Zion have any chance of making a dent into these votes? At the minute, it's pretty clear cut, isn't it? Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. 70 votes respectively. I think they're more or less on the money with this. Um, I think Ja Morant, he's got the Rookie of the Year all, all snatched up. Yep. I still think LeBron has a semi semi chance in, in trying to chase um, chase Giannis, but you know, I think, I think Giannis will probably get him in the end. Really, this whole league suspension came at a... Probably a horrible time for LeBron. Giannis had just gone down with that that knee injury uh, and LeBron had kind of all the momentum on his side, but it has come to a bit of a halt. Don't know if you heard uh, throughout the week, uh, not Giannis, LeBron had a video conference with um, ex-teammates Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson. Jefferson. Um, And I think it was Channing Fry said to him, Realistically, how many games would it take you and your squad to get back into full swing if you went straight back into playoffs? Like, how many games would you need to feel like you're ready to go again? And LeBron said, look, we're probably going to need, like, a good... We need probably a good 15 games and a few practice runs to to um, get us get up and going. Speed. He said playoffs is a completely different beast to regular season. Maybe regular season you wouldn't need as many games... Um, to get back into the swing of things, but playoffs, it's another level as as we've as we've seen. Yeah, and the, certainly. the pandemic kind of um, indirectly um, not only messes up the momentum, but also the narrative. Like if you're not talked about for six months, the narrative kind of dies down. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess watch this space. Time will tell how long the league is on suspension. Um, China. They're, the CBA, the league over there has just, I think they're about to just tip off again. Uh, they've okay. since kind of, I guess, cleared the uh, coronavirus really? to the extent that they can play ball again. Mm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if the NBA, like if it's a success when it gets going again or if they kind of relapse. And if it is a success, if the NBA follows their blueprint. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll get a little bit better of a picture about um, where things are headed, the time frame. But yeah. it still feels as if things are going to get worse before they get better. And yeah. the NBA, without any doubt, will be far more conservative than 
every other league in the world. Without a doubt, yeah. just the whole branding. Um, it's a worldwide kind of powerhouse. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, you do have to be really careful jumping the gun, don't you? It's also hard to do anything under the hand of Donald Trump over there. He's, Indeed. He's yeah. not really handling the situation He rules with well an iron all. fist. Yeah, yeah. that's just my two cents. But um, in lighter news, um, amidst this... Uh, Pandemic Dame is set to release a mixtape. He is, with is he? Five to six songs featuring Shaq on one of them. Oh, okay. That'll be big. Oh, be that, I'm looking forward to seeing that a little collab between those two. Shaq <laughs> on the mic, Rick Ross type beat. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll be good to see. Get that one on pre order. Plenty yeah. of streams. Brilliant, fellas, with that. But I have one more. Oh, you've got one more. Sorry, I've. Um, Chat also put you. forward a suggestion that um, he thinks should be given. Um, that is that Kobe should be on the cover of twenty twenty of two K twenty one. Did say that, yeah. Which would just be fitting. Would make sense. It would be. I feel he's arguing be. I against. Feel that. like he will. Yeah, I wouldn't say set in stone, but it looks pretty probable yeah. that it will be the case. Or at least a Kobe edition yeah, cover. Yeah, legend yeah. edition. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a really nice tribute to him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. I'll, that's you done, Lee. Should I yeah, I'll try again? Beautiful. Well, that wraps up odds <laughs> and ends. I will push, push on to our, as I said, second season here of Are You Smarter Than a Podcast Host? Uh, today... I will be firing the tough questions at Rowan Lee. Uh, for anyone who missed our first season, how to work, as I said, I will ask Rowan Lee questions. If they get a question correct, they get one point. If they get it wrong, I get a point. And it's, yeah, battle between the host and the contestants. Uh, for season two, though, we've added a little, a little bonus here. So both well, the answering contestants will get a lifeline, the phone-a-friend lifeline, you can use it. You each get one opportunity to call a friend who you think will have, you know, the knowledge to be able to help you out here. Uh, fellas, how do we feel about our friends? Do we think they'll be up to the task? Hopefully they'll come through strong. Hopefully my mate will answer, but we'll see how we'll go. Brilliant. Well, yeah, should we get into it? Let's do it. I think, uh, yeah, this will be interesting today. I think there's a lot of tough questions. Some you'll get, some you won't. So it should be a pretty, pretty good battle. Let's get into it. Okay, question one. Which two teams were involved in arguably the most heated fight in NBA history, Malice at the Palace, on November 19th, 2004? Okay, so the Malice at the Palace, that involved... I remember Ron Artest threw a few cheeky fists. Was that the one where they jumped <laughs> into, the, yeah. into the crowd? Yeah, I think they they got into it with the crowd with pretty much anyone in the general yeah. um, vicinity. Um, so that was Indiana as one of those teams. It wasn't, I have a vision, but I don't know. It wasn't Alan Iverson that was. Don't believe so. Might have been another little guy, but I can't put my finger on it. So, Ron Artest, I do remember that. Indiana and is just, the other team always escapes me <laughs> with this. Um, let me have a thing. Could have been a team which was well known for violence. 
Uh, well, not violence, but playing with an edge. Playing <laughs> <laughs> with an edge, yeah. Uh, I'm kind of tempted to say Detroit. Detroit or somewhere like New Orleans, but I don't, don't think, think it was. New Orleans. It wasn't um, 76ers, was it? They're also on the top of my tongue. But Detroit does sound, it's a, just a... Do we just want to have a quick scroll through the teams and we'll stop on ones which we think... It... So you feel pretty confident with Indiana, do you? I think so, I yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing it, what, it was. It would have been... It wouldn't have been someone like New York or like... It would have been one of these, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're going to lock in Indiana and Detroit. Lock yeah. it in? Yeah. You fellas are off to a fly. Yeah. <laughs> well done. That is correct. Okay, uh, great. Yeah, that's a really good answer. When you said... Indiana. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And I then, just remember on our test. Yeah, throwing him. Absolute <laughs> haymakers. Who were a couple of the other big names? Do you was know? Ben Wallace, was he there? Ben Wallace, yeah. yeah. Um, and then when you said, oh, a team that plays with an edge, I was like, oh, I think they're on the right track here. <laughs> that bad boys, Detroit. Yeah, they always escape me in that in that fight, Detroit. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was absolutely crazy. Really big suspensions thrown down for that one. How many did Ron Artest get? Jeez, he would have had to get like fifty plus game suspension. Sure, he, he got a he got a big suspension. I can't remember yeah, exactly, fine. but it was a That'd big be one. Massive. Yeah, yeah, huge. So well done, fellas. You take an early one zip lead. Okay. This is how it usually starts, doesn't it? It, it does, and then it goes. We down get off to a flyer, and Nick says, "Hold on a second, boys." Not Time so to fast. flip the switch. <laughs> uh, sorry, just quickly before we go on to question two, for all of our listeners out there, guys, make sure to play along. Uh, you know. Be a good sport, don't use Google, but yeah, send send us in and let us know how you guys go with these questions and whether you guys are smarter than a podcast host. I think that just the only person they're lying to is themselves. I can't see someone going on Google and then getting the answer and being like, oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Good guess, but go ahead. We'll go ahead to question two. Okay, here we go. Four players have played to have played in the NBA regular season have had the name TJ. Three currently play in the NBA on one particular team. Give me the team and the players' names. TJ. Like TJ Warren? Is that his name? <laughs> <laughs> TJ Warren. Yeah, well, I guess. he gets called TJ. He would have to because that's his first that's name. His name <laughs> no, yep. but like, are we thinking okay. first and last name? No, so first name. It's first name. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was a nickname for a second. Yeah, me too. No. Um, it would have to be TJ Warren yeah. for one of them. Yeah. TJ McConnell. Oh, is that his name? TJ McConnell? But it's the team, isn't it? No, so you've got to give me the three players uh, yeah. and the team. Plus they the team. Are, oh, okay. So, are we, so one, that... geez, I don't know. I know TJ Warren and I know, and I know Diddley Are they squad. both on Indiana now? TJ, uh, TJ Warren is, um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, TJ McConnell, I'm hoping. <laughs> I think that's his first. Is it TJ or PJ? I, can't I don't remember. even know of TJ <laughs> TJ, I was about to say TJ Washington, but no. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a hint. It's, one of them's not TJ Washington. Ah, oh, damn. Um, TJ. TJ Barrett. <laughs> I don't know. We're no. just going to be bloody. I am struggling with that. Name. So you're pretty. So you think Indiana? 
I think Indiana, yeah. we think TJ Warren, we think TJ McConnell. And the third name just escapes me because I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a very well known name at all. TJ, oh, that's a toughie. Now you've just got TJ Washington stuck in my. I'll give you well, not a clue, but you are right across the board up until this point. Indiana's correct. TJ Warren and TJ McConnell. Uh, One TJ to go. Who plays for Indiana? TJ. Oh. I'm, I'm actually stumped. No. I'm trying to give you fellas 30 seconds on yeah, this one. Right. I don't know what we're going to do with 30 seconds. You could say TJ Williams and I'd say, yep, that's a one. I have no clue. <laughs> Is there any... TJ... Not an inkling. We're not going to use our phone a friend because I don't think they would know it no, either. Jesus, no. Um, TJ... No, it's nothing. No. Ten seconds, any... fellas. No, just bloody That's... stop the clock there. I don't know. You don't know. No idea. Put, put forth TJ Warrington. Warrington. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll, we'll stick with Warrington. Uh, who was it? Okay, so I get the point for this one. It was probably the least known of the three. TJ Leaf. Yeah, I wouldn't have got wouldn't that. Wouldn't have got it. No, I would have no. said bloody TJ Grass before I said TJ <laughs> Leaf. Well, there you go. Yeah, so TJ Warren, TJ Leaf, and TJ McConnell. Yep. Uh, in a fun little fact, the fourth player, uh, going back in history a little bit, was also an Indiana player, TJ Ford. So I would have oh, yeah. liked to know the fun little fact about how many minutes TJ Leaf plays a game, <laughs> buddy, 30 seconds. Not a whole heap, but yeah. nevertheless a player for the Indiana Pacers. Yep, technically, yep. So yep. that takes us to one apiece. Okay. We'll move ahead to question three. Oh, I think you guys might get this one pretty quickly. We'll Who see. was the shortest NBA player in history? Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. Lock it in? Lock yeah, it in. lock it in. Yeah, there was no <laughs> mucking around with that one, was there? Um, yeah, five foot three, Muggsy Bogues. Plied his trade mainly with the Hornets for 10 years. Uh, he bounced around a little after that, mm. but most commonly known for his time with the Hornets. Iconic photo with Manute Bowl. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think like that's double the, his height, isn't he? Just I think, about. I think that's the quickest lock in we've ever had. Here. <laughs> the quickest lock in. Would yeah. have been quite embarrassing if we had got that one. Wrong, <laughs> but um, no, yeah. well done. I I thought that one you'd get it pretty quick and you didn't disappoint. So well done. I'm glad. Uh, you take a two-one lead. Still, both players have their lifeline available. The phone a friend. Yep. Okay. What was? Question four, should I say? What was the proper name of Doctor J? I'm gonna lock in Julius Irving. Yeah. <laughs> There's no mucking around here. No. Well, I. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Rowan Lee take a three-one lead. I have a feeling these ones are just gonna get. Harder. Than <laughs> yeah, I know what you've done. You've done the sort of easier questions yeah. to begin with, build up the false sense of confidence, and then we're Drop just going to come crashing down like a bloody house of bricks. Probably the first star who I guess helped legitimise the ABA before it mm. merged uh, with the NBA in the seventy five seventy six season. One of the most iconic high flyers of all time, an absolute superstar. A little fun fact on the side: has his um, MD. Yeah, right, does he? Not really, but oh. it would be funny if he did. <laughs> What's he have? Oh. His doctorate. Oh. You, you let me oh. on. 
that would have been absolute gold. But, um, <laughs> no one got a laugh. That was, that's down at eighty-eight percent laugh. Yeah, that laugh rate's gone down uh, a little bit there, Rowan. Uh, it's, it's called a sense of humour, boys. <laughs> well, I didn't even smoke. Yeah, I, I thought you were being serious. That's because I didn't get it. To be, yeah, I was like, "What's the name?" Lee wasn't even listening. He was looking off into the distance. <laughs> I was sniffing my beaks. <laughs> you were joking. Oh, that's not my fault. Um, laugh rate retained. <laughs> we'll move on to question five. Uh, currently, Rowan Lee holding a 3-1 lead. Here we go. What player won two NBA championships as a player coach? As a player coach? What do you mean, player coach? So he was a player, but he was also a coach. At the same time. At the same yep. time. Jesus. Oh, gee. Um, oh, this is going to... Yeah, this has me stumped. Has to be a, a it, it has to be an of? older type player. I would have thought. I don't think there's too many current. Well, I don't think there's any current players who were the. But would it would it be like a current coach now who was coaching and playing back in potentially? So many variables to this. Because um, there's a few older coaches who could have been playing and coaching at the same time. Mm. Uh, play a coach. That's a toughie. It's a good one, but it's a toughie. Thinking about as well, they won two championships. Two championships as well. That's, um... Well, you'd say he's coaching um, the same team that he played for now. I'm going to... Mm, maybe. maybe. Well, he definitely was back then, but I don't know. Wait, can now. you repeat that? I think you might... I'm going to help you out. I think you're getting a little confused there. So, are you saying they coached later on? No, but I'm... So I, I don't mean they, know they will play saying. a coach at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm cool. saying that like, he's probably stopped playing now, but he might be still coaching. Oh, okay. That team. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Um, have you got any ideas, Lee? God, I'm not good with. I don't keep up with the coaches playing histories too much. <laughs> not gonna not lie. one of your go-to. Not one of my go-to <laughs> topics. <laughs> Is there uh, any names that stick out to you guys? Oh. The play, the coaches' names that played. <laughs> I'm not looking at like people that didn't play. Should like, we just chuck a few names out there then? Um, Stevie Kerr played. Who else played? Uh, but did he? Has he coached at the same yeah, time? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. We're just throwing throwing names out. Mm. Spitballing ideas. Doc Rivers. Oh, I don't know. Did Mike D'Antoni? He played, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, but we're thinking about current coaches. It could yeah, be an no, older coach. God. Could be one who's no longer here. Um, oh, I had a clue. I wanted to give it to you, but I don't think I will, given you three one up. Uh, yeah. You both still have your phone a friend lifeline. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll use it for this one in mm. particular. Okay. Um, it's a toughie. You got thirty seconds on the clock. Okay, have a quick think. I'm uh, happy to put forth one of those three names, but I feel like I would have remembered if Steve Kerr played and coached at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't. Let's cross him out. Do, were they head coaches? Like, head coach. Yeah. yeah coach. God, if it was okay. a bloody. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a little little, little curveball <laughs> there, wouldn't it? If <laughs> I gave sneaky. you the <laughs> doc. That's not a bad one. I think we're just going to lock in Doc because it's as good as a, good a guess as any. Yeah. I reckon. Locking in Doc, yeah. Doc Rivers. Yeah. 
Uh, you guys are un- incorrect there. Okay. Uh, well, it takes a score to 3 2. The clue I would have given you, I'll just quickly see if it gives you a yeah. help. Um, he doesn't coach. Is a Celtics legend. Uh, Larry Bird. No, it was Bill Russell, uh, the first African American coach. Really? Um, Jeez. Yeah, head coach, head player coach. Should have guessed um, a bit further back than we than we were guessing to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I I was just thinking with the two players that have won a lot. Um, the well, he's the most successful mm. um, in terms of most amount of rings. Bill Russell, mm. I think it's thirteen he's got. So. Jeez, how do you do that? Play and coach at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty insane. A pretty phenomenal effort, and more rings than fingers. Yeah, absolutely. You can throw a couple this way if he likes. One for each of us as well, and <laughs> one on that. each finger after that. Absolutely. Uh, it takes the score to three two. Three two. Uh, we move on to question six. Halfway. This will get yeah, the halfway one. point. This one. In twenty twelve. Anthony Davis went number one in the draft with New Orleans, mm. and Bradley Beal number three with the Wizards. Two. That was number two. Who was the number two pick? And what year was it? 2012. Um, number two. A name standing out to me, but I'm not sure if it was in this year or another year. Say the name. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Mm. Um, I'm thinking of other... Other options. I kind of want to phone a friend. Yeah, you 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 both can talk about it because you each have yeah a phone a friend. Um, Better time than never. So you want to use yours, Lee? Yeah. I suppose that's the thing because you may as well use it if you get to the end and don't use it. No one's going to pat you on the back. So they don't need to give us the answer. Just the two cents on the little bit of gold. So who are we ringing? We're ringing my. Two mates, we'll ring two mates. This is so cheeky. It, it, it's a group chat. This is my so we, we work We work better as a group, but it's, okay. um, you've probably heard them on the podcast. Their names, Jackie B and Slick Rick. So we're going to we're gonna give them a dial. Here we go. Beautiful. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Come on, Showtime. Answer this one. Here we go. G'day, boys. Rick. Here we go. <laughs> Slick. Slick. Hey, mate. All right, so um, you tell them the go. You tell them we, we've we've um, picked you for phone a friend. Rick, so, you're um, here. We're currently live recording the next episode of the Daily Dribble. Um, you should feel privileged, mate. You are the first ever, I guess, kind of guest on the show. Oh my gosh! Um, How does that make you feel, Rick? What we've got, we've got a bit of a quiz today, and Lee and Ro are kind of struggling to find an answer here. They kind of need your help. Uh, the key is, I'm going to ask the question in a moment. You're not allowed to use Google, and uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see what valuable insight you can provide to the fellas here. We might need to be a bit quiet when um, Rick talks, because my, my phone is, hasn't got the best audio, but... Okay. okay, so here's the question, Rick. Yep. In 2012, Anthony Davis went number one in the draft with New Orleans. Bradley Bill went number three with the Washington Wizards. Who was the number two pick? Uh, um, <laughs> Any name standing out, Sleek? Uh, uh, okay, I feel, like I, I feel like I might be in the wrong draft here, to be honest. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, it's alright. Give us your two cents. Is it... Uh, I feel, I, 
Is it Michael Kidd-Gilchrist? That's yeah, what I that's guess. That's what Rose said. That's what I thought. So, but, that's, that's not that, a bad... But, but then again, Rick, I said that I might be thinking of the wrong draft, but I know he was drafted top three in one of those early 2010, 11, exactly 12 drafts. Oh. Exactly. I just watched a, a draft video the other day too, and he was in it, and I was taking was it the twenty twelve one? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I think two of us have said Michael Kidd Gilchrist, so we'd be pretty dumb yeah. to name another player. So we might lock in lock in that. lock in Michael Kidd Gilchrist. We're happy to lock it in. Yeah, we'll yeah. keep Rick on the line while Nick tells us. Yeah, I'll hear the answer. Uh, fellas, correct. Well yeah, done. There we go. There well we go. done, well done, Rick. Well Thank, done, Roy. Thanks, Rick, for the confirmation. Let, let, let's hear Rick's two thoughts on that. I, I can't believe I got it, you know. <laughs> uh, as, as a basketball fan, he's just been getting into it like the last couple of months. You know, I'm pretty proud of myself. Well, Lee was bashing you before this. He said, <laughs> you're no chance. No, I was saying that I'm Colin and both because we work better together. But um, <laughs> No, Rick's the man. Rick, you've absolutely helped us on that one and um we'll play 2k later tonight yeah but i'm looking forward right, to it I'll Rick, see well you done mate thank you i'll see you soon thanks luke Take it easy. the phone a friend there we go. absolutely paid dividends on that one I think, well done i think we would have locked it in regardless i was just about to say we you were were you pretty i was, I was pretty adamant that it was michael kid gilchrist but it's nice to have rick there to to echo my thoughts as well. And that's key, isn't it? Like, just have that little bit of reinforcement. Uh, well done. I wasn't quite sure if you'd get that one, but come yeah. through with the goods. What an absolute champion. Thank you, Slip. Yeah, well done, Rick. Uh, Phone a friend. Uh, I'm has, so has glad because this was... Has been had successful. this idea a couple of weeks ago about introducing the lifeline, the phone a friend, and I'm so glad it kind of worked. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys at the halfway point take a 4-2 lead. Thank God he watched that draft. Yeah, no, <laughs> that was very convenient. Was very convenient timing there from Rick. I will move ahead to question seven, bearing in mind that Rose still has his phone a friend lifeline. Yep. What is the name of the Denver Nuggets Stadium? Oh, um, Jesus. Uh, Pepsi Center is standing out. Pepsi, Pepsi Center. Because every time before I watch an NBA game, I see where it's at, and I, Pepsi Center is standing out for Denver. Are we are we pretty pretty confident with that? Do you, are you happy to lock that in? Yeah, Pepsi I was, Center. I was thinking Salt Lake, but that's um that's Utah, Utah, isn't it? Um, I think we'll lock in Pepsi Center. Pepsi. For some reason, it just came straight to mind, but could be could be wrong. Could be another NBA franchise's um, arena, but I'm thinking Pepsi yeah, Center. Chuck that on. Lock it in. Yeah. I. Sh- yeah, uh, should have made these questions a little bit harder. You guys are taking a commanding five-two lead. Uh, and yeah, correct. Denver, the Pepsi Center, um, and with that point at five-two. Yes. You guys now need one more answer to force it at worst to a tie break. So okay. here we go. The hard questions. Oh, are here we go. It's, uh, it's time to ramp things up a little bit now. Five-two. Uh, into question eight we go. Rightio. Oh, Christ. So we get one, we win. No, you no. get oh, one, okay. you force it to a tiebreak okay, okay. at worst. Question eight. Who has the record for the highest scoring average across their career? Mm. Highest like, scores. Could they still be playing? Or could they, they could be. Okay. Highest scoring average across their career. <sighs> 
be easy if someone had played one game and it was a 50-point game because I'd lock in that person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess that's... first and foremost, let's look at the top scorers of all time because I think that's a pretty good indication about who's had one of the highest scoring seasons. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, this is across their career. career. Uh, not just not one just season. season. So, uh, hold on. What, so, what the whole so who has the record for the highest scoring average across their career? Sorry. Okay, so not necessarily the most points scored, but the highest average. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's think about this. Uh... So we want to put a few names out there. So we're looking at maybe Wilt. Yeah. That is not a bad one to start with. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Bill Russell. Are we thinking of any... Are we thinking of any um, current players? Like Uh, J.H., James Harden, or not really? Don't think so. No. Don't think so. I think the league's too hard. I mean, he's. I mean, at, he's the, at the same yeah. time, and I think it would probably be publicised a bit more if it, if um, James Harden was there or thereabouts. Mm. Um, but he did start. Yeah, he started the season as like, oh, his career as a six man, didn't he? So those first couple of, of seasons wouldn't have been the highest scoring games. Yeah. But Wilt sticks out to me a lot. Mm. Okay. Just because he, I think he was the name that. Um, was like we we're talking about Zion winning the um, rookie of the year with how many games he's playing. He's yep. the one right now who has played the least amount of games in his rookie year, but one. The only thing putting me off this is is that too obvious of a pick. I don't like Nick's gone for this one as supposedly we'd think the hard one, but no, no, I, na- I guess I, natural. I it's one. just natural progression. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are we happy to lock, lock it in? I'm happy with Wilt. Okay. We'll lock Locking in Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yeah. Um, Wilt is incorrect. <laughs> oh, okay. Your game's starting to wilt, it would yeah. seem. Uh, <laughs> it was, in fact, Michael Jordan. Okay. At 30.14 points. Um, yeah. No as an average surprise. across his career there. One of the most dominant forces the game's ever seen. Yeah. Arguably the greatest player in history. Okay. One of, if not. But I... When I was doing research for these, I kind of thought Wilt would have been there just based mm. on, mm. Um, you know, his phenomenal scoring record. Yeah. Michael Jordan, I thought, would have been up there, but I certainly didn't think he would be number one. No. Uh, but, yeah, that's huge. That takes takes the score to 5-3. Okay. And, yeah, tightening the gap. My trigger finger's getting a bit um, twitchy on with this old... Phone a friend's itch, but let's see how we go. Oh, here we go. This might be the question for it. Okay. Okay, number nine. Speaking of Michael Jordan, Mm. which two teams selected players ahead of Michael Jordan in the draft? Which two teams selected ahead of Michael Jordan? Jordan number three Mm. by Chicago in 1984. 1984. Oh, that's a that's a couple of years ago. <laughs> so you don't need to give me the players, just, just, the, just teams. the teams. But I guess we need to know the know players, the players at the same time. 1984. Um, mm, okay, let's have a think. Bit of a shot in the dark. I don't know. Jeez. I don't want 
This one's probably the, the hardest. hardest question out of the remaining ones. The hardest question, eh? We're pretty much picking two teams out of 20. It's a two in 29 chance. Okay. Um, do we Should we use the phone a friend now or should we use it for one of the easier, supposedly mm. easier questions in case we I think we save that. it. I think save we it. save it till after this one, then use it whenever. I, I, I don't know, but I just want to say Wizards. Like, we don't have a clue. I want to say Wizards is... Like, he went there later in his career, didn't he? Like, I want to... Were the Wizards the Bullets back then, though? Yeah, Bullets, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to sell you on anything. It's no. completely up to you, but... Yeah, I'd like to see the phone a friend used. Would you? Okay. <laughs> not... I still don't... Yeah, of course you, you would, as <laughs> <laughs> Um... I think we'll leave it for the time being. You're going to um, leave it? I'll okay, leave it. absolutely. Because I have a feeling that my mate, he could get it, but at the same time, it's a, it's a pretty... He's, he's sort of only a few years younger than me, so I'm not sure if he would know the answer. It's, um, phone a friend is kind of like a reassuring thing for... Yeah, it's when you know, sort of have a feeling you know the answer and just want confirmation. Um, but if, like, we as doing a podcast on NBA don't know and then our, our mates do it makes us seem <laughs> pretty dumb doesn't it but okay we're gonna... I, I want to say bullets I, I'm just going to say that team and then okay you want to lock in bullets yeah or, or New Orleans <laughs> I'm just saying teams now <laughs> um I'm gonna put in um Philly Philadelphia yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. You're gonna look, so it's the Bullets and Philly. Yeah. Um, I should have even said one just to make it a bit easier, but yeah, both were those were incorrect. Okay. Uh, it was, in fact, Houston and Portland. Uh, Houston selected Hakeem. Elijah Wan. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Who went on to become an incredible player, and Portland selected Sam, Sam Bauer. Mm. Uh, he was plagued by injuries throughout his career, was never that effective. But, yeah, and Jordan is the number three pick. So that one was, yeah, probably the hardest out of the remaining ones. Um, Yeah, beautiful. That tightens it up to 5-4. And we'll move ahead to question 10. So, Boston won the NBA championship for the 2007-2008 season. Hmm. Who did they defeat and who was the MVP? The finals MVP. Yep. Um, so they defeated the Lakers. The finals MVP. I kind of want mm. confirmation with this, but I, I think, I think it was Paul Pierce. Yeah. Do you have any? No, I would have said Paul Pierce too. But do we want to? Is this to win or is this to take uh, it to this a draw? Is... To a tie break oh, at worst. Get it to the bloody tie. Should I? Should I just? Should I just lock it in? Like I'm fairly confident, especially with the. I know they beat the Lakers, but I can't. Hundred. Think who else is on that team? Kevin Garnett. Was and to be Yondo. honest, it could have even been Kobe who won the finals MVP. I'm gonna lock in, and sorry if this is wrong, but I'm gonna lock in Lakers. They beat the Lakers, and Paul Pierce was the finals yeah. MVP. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. That is correct, fellas. That takes it to 6-4. Um, at worst, we're going to a tie-break question. Okay. So, Glad to hear. Yeah, well done. I thought, yeah, I thought you'd rattle that off pretty quickly. I was hoping yeah. you might. 
have an inclination on the MVP to dip to someone else. Yeah. Maybe a Rondo there or a Kobe. There are a lot of, good, yeah. a lot of good players in that series. On the topic of Paul Pierce, did you see him talk about his um, experience of being stabbed on no. All the Smoke? Is that the podcast? Yeah, with... I didn't actually, I didn't watch his episode, but I might uh, have to after hearing that yeah. little... No, I missed that as well. He got stabbed like eight times. Jeez. Didn't go out of his house really for two years, but Jeez. yeah. That's hardcore. We're happy he's still here. Absolutely. Definitely. The truth. Uh, question 11. So, on April 14, <laughs> 2010, yep. Kevin Durant became the youngest scoring leader at what age? At what age? What What year was it? 2010. That's correct. I'm usually good with guessing people's age. How old do we think he is now, though? Um... So, so that's 10 years ago. So in the 2010-11 season. Or 9-10. On April 14th. 2010. Okay. Would have been the... 2009-10. Okay. Um, How old was he? Um, do you know when his birthday is? I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, I'm thinking it's going to be... Maybe 20 or 21? Or 22. <laughs> oh, like, how, how old do you think he is now? Well, that, that means... I think he was drafted in about 2007 or 8. And I think he would have been about 18 when he was drafted. So just add on from there. twenty, And that brought you to 20, would it? I thought it would be like 21 or 2. What do you reckon? April 14, 2010. What do you reckon? I'm this happy is for the to... win. Do you have? Do you want to phone a friend? You've still got that lifeline in your back pocket, right? Yeah, it's. That's it's, up to you. It's one that we might. We okay. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna phone a friend. We're gonna use it. So who who's your friend? We're calling. So today? we've got um, Jordan Cole. Hopefully, he, he picks up. He's a um, he's a fan of the podcast, and he's a he's probably a bigger basketball nut than me, which is incredible, um, but. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go with this one. Beautiful. Let's do it. Let's dial it up. Please answer, Jordan. Oh, I thought that was it. It's like the cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm so God. glad you answered. Oh, I'm, I'm in the drive-thru. This is the worst. Oh, <laughs> no. He's in the drive-thru. Drive Can we... Oh, surely... I'll give it a crack anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> John, how are you, mate? Uh, we'll, we'll rattle it off quick here for you. On April 14th, 2010, Kevin Durant became the youngest scoring leader at what age? Now, I thought it was 21 and Lee thought it was 22, but... I'm leaning more towards 21 now. What do you reckon? I'm thinking 21. You're thinking 21? Yeah. yeah. I, that was the first age to get... Because he was drafted in about 2008 or so, or 2007 maybe. So I, I'd i be tempted to go to, towards 21. I reckon lock in 21. Yeah. Lock in 21. Rightio. We'll lock yep. in 21, Nick. We're locking it in. And yeah. that's for the game. Congratulations. Well yeah. done. <laughs> well done. Yeah. <laughs> that was the winner. That was the winner. Well oh, done, Jordan. Thanks, mate. Enjoy your Big Mac. Oh, 
I will do. I'll yeah. cover beef and bacon. <laughs> Thanks very much. Yeah. Radio. Cheers, mate. Right. Have a good one. Lovely. See ya. Hey, Bye. See ya. <laughs> wow, the phone a friend has worked an absolute treat. Uh, two for two. That confirmation side of yeah, things, isn't it? That, that, it was correct. Yeah, 21. 21. Um, Imagine being the scoring leader at 21 years of age. That's unbelievable. Oh, we got him right oh, right oh. in the drive through didn't we? <laughs> but look at that. Diamonds oh. are made under pressure. He's pulled out the goods. Yeah. You know, all for the podcast, all oh. for helping you blokes. And he's <laughs> was good. come through with the goods. Very, um, very happy with this. And with that, you guys take an unassailable 7-4 seven, uh, seven, lead. Mm. Is that Rose's first win? That's my uh, first win. Oh, yeah. your first win, yeah. Yeah, yeah. feels good. Oh, uh, well. It's long overdue. Long overdue. What's that? I think that's my third. Third, I believe that's third correct, win. yeah. Um, yeah. Well done, fellas. We'll... <laughs> Not flexing at all. No. <gasps> Should we We'll do question 12? Just for the fun. We'll do, just to salvage just a little bit of respect yeah. or yeah. blow out the lead even more. Human me with this. Uh, question 12. Draymond Green was runner-up to Jimmy Butler for which award in the 2014-2015 season? Draymond Green, I'd say. Is it going to be the most improved or is it going to be the defensive because they're the two? I'd say I'd more be more inclined to say defensive. Would you? Just because they're both both just outstanding defensive, but that might be the curveball. I think 2014, though, remember when Derek Rose had been injured and Jimmy Butler had to take over that Bulls team? Yeah, that is true. But in saying that, they're both really good defensive players. I just think it's most improved. What's well, it's a fifty-fifty chance. It's one of them. What do you want to go with? You wrapped up the game. Yeah, just nothing on the we'll, line. We'll chuck fourth. Um, I'm most improved. I'm going to lock in most improved. Yeah. That blows out the lead to eight. Well done, <laughs> fellas. Um, yeah, that is correct. The most improved player. Yeah. And your logic there, role of. Uh, when Rose went down, Jimmy, you know, carrying the weight of mm. um, Chicago on his shoulders then. Yeah. That was, yeah, pretty pretty spot on. And, and the Draymond Green aspect of it was when Golden State were hitting, starting to hit their stride a bit and they were starting to improve as a team and he was, you know, thriving on that roster. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense. Fellas, well done. 8-4. Uh, I thought there were a few there few curly ones. Yeah, a few curly ones, but you yeah. handled all of them with a minimal of fuss, so... That phone a friend was very successful, Mark. Yeah, it was say. successful, wasn't it? Did you did you doubt it when I put forward the idea? Not really. No, I no. thought it was a good idea. I wasn't opposed to it, no. Yeah, I'm glad it worked too. Hey, it's two from two. Mm. I, I thought he wasn't going to answer then, to be honest, right? <laughs> yeah, if he didn't answer, he would have been copying it on the next <laughs> Skype meeting, I can tell you that much. Well, well done to Rick and Jordan, and both you, Lee and Roe, respectively. Mm-hmm. Well done. Thank you very much, Diesel. (laughs) We'll move ahead to Entertainment Weekly. Uh, This week we had, well, I know I had the TV show, Lee had the movie, and Roe with the song. Yep, that's it. How about you start us off? I'll start us off. Yeah, you never start. You always want to go last. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to pass the buck. Yeah, not happening this time. Take that one. Uh, So, yeah, as as I just said, this week I had the TV show. I went with the show I'm currently in the middle of, uh, Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Okay. It can be found on Netflix. It's kind of the base storyline is uh, a family of kind of crooks uh, taking their, their nephew, grandson, mm-hmm. into the family and kind of start teaching him the trade of ripping off people and just 
like the whole dynamic within the family is constantly changing. People are lying to one another, protecting certain secrets. Mm. Um, and yeah, just seeing kind of how, you know, the criminal scene kind of works yeah. and like a young bloke being taken into this completely uh, new, new lifestyle, I guess. Mm. Mm. And seeing how he develops, how he embraces it, whether he kind of, you know, enjoys it or doesn't enjoy it. Mm. It's quite an interesting um, show, as I said, with forever changing dynamics. Currently, I'm in the back end of season two. Yeah. Uh, there's four seasons, I believe, four. on Netflix. Episode length? Uh, about 45 minutes. Okay, is good length. Is the seasons continuing or is it a wrap? I'm not entirely not sure. sure. I think it might be a wrap. Okay. And don't don't let the name deceive you. There's actually no animals. It's not no a animals. In the show. David Attenborough show. Is I it? believe no. it's just a reference to um, how humans can behave like animals every 100%, once in a while. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 But really enjoying it um, up until this point. So. Any um, notable names in that one, or is it a few uh, sort of no names? Kind of no namers. Mm. Scott Speedman. If any of you are familiar with his work, yeah, he's pretty fast. That guy, he is absolutely. I I I um nodded my head, but I don't know who Scott Speedman is. Um, that's really it in terms of yeah Netflix big names. Yeah, on Netflix. Yep. So yeah, tune into that. Perfect. Sounds good, Lee. I had the um, movie this week, and I've gone with a a Netflix special. Um, that's called The Platform. Mm. Um, pretty much nine the... and three quarters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You always cut me off and <laughs> I start again. So I've got the movie this week. It's a Netflix special called The Platform. So pretty much in this one, prison... No, sorry. Prisoners... I looked over at Nick and he was I never interrupt you with yours and you try to get your geeky little trash comments in and it just interrupts mine. Like, it's been it's been the girls, do, girls doing cocaine. It's been the first they killed my father. Now the platform I hate. I changed my thing to what I hate about most, Nick, under the podcast of this. This is, buddy, getting out of hand. So, God, I don't even want to explain No, just start from scratch. Okay, so it's a Netflix special called The Platform. So um, prisoners are are housed in these vertical cells um, where each inmate are are fed by the means of the platform that they're on. So the people on, or the two people on the first platform will get the priority of what they eat while the ones down the bottom essentially starve. And um, that's, that's just the base of the film, but there's... It's more about just the underlying symbols and messages that make you question, you know, a lot of your own your own morals and a lot of actually societal norms and like and laws and that. Um, it's actually a Spanish film as well. Um, yeah. I personally can't watch um, dubbed films, so I watched it in Spanish with with the subtitles going. But yeah, it's a it's a great movie. How do you move up in the platform? It's each month. It's um, it's randomised, so... Oh, right. They'll put you out with gas at the end of the month and... Just throw you in whatever Throw cell. you in whatever number. Ooh. Jeez. So it's a very good one. It's um, one of the top tens on Netflix at the moment. Has that come out recently? Yeah, like last week. So when you were talking about the values um, in that show, were you talking about people who are on top... Yeah. So, so to speak, uh, the ones more well off, whereas the ones on the bottom yeah, don't um, receive as much. One of them is yeah, the wealth aspect of it, which you okay. can apply to our any society. 
Um, you can apply it to a lot of things, actually. Yeah. yeah. But you're gonna you're gonna need to check that one out. It's a good one. Yeah. Will there be a follow up? Oh, I don't oh, think so. That's that looks a, one and done. One and done. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Beautiful. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Okay. Bro, you had the song? I had the song. Um, a lot of people have probably heard this song by now, but in case you haven't, uh, a song called Sketches by Drip Report. Any of you guys nope. heard this one? Give us a little rendition and I might. Because um, I, I feel like I might, but you, how's it going? You may have heard it. Okay, just... No, I had to sing mine. I'm not Stop si- getting into Spotify. No, no. <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll give you a little sound bite um, and you can make up your own decision as to whether you like it or not. Oh, yes, I know I this song. Stop, I stop. Just let it play. I just stop thinking about it. Let it play. I don't know. I don't Wait for the beat to drop. I know, I know. A lot of podcast listeners are loving this so far. Wait there. Light, light up, light up, sketchers. Light up, light up, my world. You... No, I thought it was As we fight it. <laughs> you um, like me, my Gucci. Is this like a real song or is this one of those Latin name songs? Okay, so... I don't know what's going on I think here. a lot of... Pe- yeah, I can see where your confusion is coming from. So this song, um, this song gained recognition from the app TikTok. Right, it was that's a, where I'm, I'm not involved on that at all. Massive so song. Um, it went viral. Um on there um and as you can hear it's got a got a strong indian nightclub um vibe Bollywood to it. About it. Yeah, yeah yeah um but it's also a song that could be easily played in your local um nightclub and could would, it? W- yeah would be an instant favorite have a listen have a listen to the full version <laughs> and i reckon you'll be you'll be loving it and you know you just gotta love the lyrics in this song because they they say a thousand words okay so this one says Shorty bad with the sketches on. Want to hold your hand, make you my girl. Light up, light up sketches. Light right, up, so light up my world. That's clarifying. No, 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 no. You let me make it, you sure. See, I'm who's who, who, who's a by sorry. Drip, God, who knows? Trip report. Trip report. It's basically from the perspective of a of you know a rich guy who sees a girl with sketches on. Um, sketches notoriously known for being terrible shoes. Um, and yeah, he falls in love with her despite owning <laughs> Gucci shoes. Um, so you know, lo- um, money's isn't an obstacle in this relationship. They're both taking me on a compelling story. <laughs> that could be turned into a major motion film. Um, have a have a listen to the full version though, and um, I reckon you'll you'll be hooked. Will we, we be hearing much from Drip Report? In the future? I, I think, think it'll be a one hit wonder. I'm afraid to say, but. Right. We see, we see this as a joke song, but those those people over in where India and these Middle Eastern countries, I I think that's probably number one over there without a doubt. Just quickly, Nick, do you want to just describe to our listeners out there the album cover for well, this? Well, this is where I was getting confused whether it was a real song or a meme song. So the cover here is um, an Indian bloke with a very handsome mush, yep, um, pointing a gun at us, little pistol, little pistol there, little pistol whip. He's got a dotted smiley face in like pen on his forehead yes a big tear down his cheek but a big smile on his face yep and then to top it off there's a big fluorescent uh sketcher yeah on the side that's fluoro green on the bottom pink and blue on the top light up sketches light up sketches so you can forgive me for thinking this could be an absolute laugh couldn't you no you'll love it you'll love it i guarantee you sketches i'll get (laughs) 
I'll get that on repeat as soon as possible, don't you worry. Very good, very good. Um, so to recap that, guys, I had the, uh, the TV show Animal Kingdom. I had the movie The Platform. And I had the song Sketches by Drip Report. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. That's, um, yeah, that's huge. Fellas, we've crossed the hour mark here. It's been a big episode. We've got through a lot today. Mm. Uh, before we wrap up, do you guys have any anything you want to get off your chest? Any parting words? Any no, additional not, things we've left out today? Not a heap. Not a heap. I just, I just want to say to our listeners out there that you know it's definitely worth getting around um, sketches by Drip Report because it's one of those songs that you would take with you for the rest of your life and just oh, just quickly uh, in the coming weeks we'll coming weeks won't put a time frame on it we'll have another instalment of Are You Smarter Than Podcast host yeah. uh, with the inclusion of our new lifeline stay up to date with uh, all NBA news NBA history because you never know who we'll give a call to next so yeah be on your toes. Cool. Anyway, guys, till next week. Let's wind it up. Let's wind it up. See you later, guys. Radio. Thanks for having us, Diesel. Catch you later. Beautiful, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Love you. Bye. Shout out to Daily Chip. That was true. You gonna have to go ahead and see what they knew. That was all the time. It ain't no romance if he knows. We gonna make it drop, drop, drop time.